call and call my phone thinking I'm doing nothing better I'm just waiting for it to stop so I can use it again I was gonna call you back I swear just as soon as I you call and call my phone thinking I'm doing nothing better I'm just waiting for it to stop so I can get back to it Hello, I'm Steve Turton This is my Conversations with the Pope podcast Our 16th call's a good one Chocker 90 minutes full of all sorts of sports talk and gambling talk Funnies around that as well A lot of football on the agenda Hope he's previewing the FA Cup final. The traditionalist he is, it sounds like he's been looking forward to it all season. Weirdly, even though Liverpool aren't in the final. We'll be discussing your worst Everton 11 of all time. Our blue listeners have voted, have sent in their submissions, so we'll be working out a, a bad Everton 11 on the back of that and making some adjustments to last week's Liverpool 11. There's a lot of fight talk. We're previewing Matchroom's fight camp and asking what sort of items are going to be knocking around. Eddie's back garden. Playing a bit of Eddie's backyard bingo. So I'd like to hear your suggestions on that. What you think you'd find in, in Eddie's Essex home in the garden. Also talking Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. That crazy fight that's been made and some UFC reflections from last weekend and we're going to do something a little bit different with the sound as well this week. You'll have probably noticed different lead-off theme tune. Um, we're just both having a bevy over the last seven days. Uh, we're going to make the episode a bit of an ode and a tribute to Mike Skinner and the streets who soundtracked a lot of our early friendship and, and drinking sessions. So... Yeah, there'll still be a few funnies in there. Got some great sound from an Uber driver talking about Adam Lalana, which you'll probably find entertaining and a, a Michael Douglas impression in there as well. So, as always, get involved over on My Conversations with the Pope on Instagram or at My Conversations with the Pope on Instagram. And the usual, rate, subscribe, tell your mates, get involved, and uh, more importantly, just enjoy the show. You call and call my phone thinking I'm doing nothing better I'm just waiting for it to stop so I can use it again Pope What's up? You there lad, we going right in We're right in, yeah, you okay? I'm alright mate What have you been drinking? To quote that video <laughs> Tell you what, that's meant to be a heat wave isn't it? It's fucking freezing are you kidding me? Speak for yourself, it's fucking roasting down here. I'm in a spare room, sweating cobs, can't open the so window. What? As I look out the window now, what is it? Quarter past ten on Thursday, it's raining and 16 degrees. Oh no, cracking the flags here. And I can't, I can't open the doors, the patio doors, because what time are we on? About quarter past ten. Quarter Re- past ten, yeah. Rendell Munro's due with his uh, sweeping up truck, the bin man. Usually flies past while we're while we're recording this, so I have to keep the uh, the doors closed and and sweat it out, lad. It's been a bit of a sweaty week, hasn't it? So you're literally recording from a sweat box, yeah? <laughs> In the absolute sweat box here, yeah. The funky box. 
<laughs> when you go outside, make sure that big baldy head of yours is well protected, mate, well covered, okay? <laughs> I can act it. Don't worry about me. Worry about yourself with them fucking rosy cheeks. <laughs> yeah, I thought that'd be your eighty comeback. Me retort. You'll have an head like Alan Brazil by the end of the weekend. <laughs> At least I've got it on top of my head, mate. That'll keep me uh, well protected, unlike your big ostrich egg, mate. I've had a, uh, I've had a liver like Alan Brazil this week. Jesus, lad, have you? Have you been doing? You've been having a dabble, looking at texts and. Uh, Photos that people are sending me. You've been out and about, haven't you? Yeah, I had a little go, yeah. It was out Wednesday, obviously. Well, out Wednesday, went to Davos with a trophy lift. And then on Sunday, went into town. My first outing into uh, into town since, obviously, the uh, restrictions have been eased slightly. Mm. And uh, I thought, it was... Uh, I'm struggling to see what had changed, to be honest with you. I'd, mm. I'd go as far as saying the pubs were less strict. Than, uh, than before lockdown, certainly the ones I was in. Like, I only went to three different pubs, but all this got to give your name in at the door policy. There was none of that carry on, like. Mm, none of that down here either on Thursday, and certainly no, certainly no social distancing on uh, on our front. Like we had a we had a right roll around down here, as you uh, as you probably well know, lad. I think we had a little gab in WhatsApp groups and whatnot, didn't we? Well, I think, yeah, with, with, it's, a, it's a bit worrying, really. I think second wave is imminent with, uh, yeah, obviously these uh, these restrictions not being in place. But, yeah, back to your uh, your little roll around on Thursday. It was quite literally that from the, the videos that I'd seen that you put up in uh, one of our WhatsApp groups. I think, uh, think Mullen looked a little bit green around the gills, like, didn't he? What's up with him? Thought he was uh, a bit of a hardcore drinker. Pair of us were a pair of bowling pins there. Honestly, we were just knocked for six. <laughs> don't know if it was the heat. Don't know if it was the bevies. We we got a couple of um, cocktails out of a hatch on Kingsland Road. Not advised, like... Um, I'd seen what was that set up. That was, uh, that was interesting, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if we I had... think that was a licensed premises, was it? Like, was it just some <laughs> saving out of his garage, was it? <laughs> Basically, yeah, it was. It was a fella saving out of his garage, and I think um, Mullen reckons if it was moonshine, he reckons it was it was homebrew, it was ruthless stuff. Like we were literally rolling about the floor by what, eight o'clock Thursday night. Crazy. The ball game heads were the worst For what it's worth I might just fall off the edge of the earth Brain's kind of surfing now We wander down darkened pathways In the days Why? Do I go buy any cocaine Am I paranoid? Yes, you're Yeah, but from what I'd seen, lad, I'd seen Because you put a video on first which, which I think was before you made it to the hatch And you were alright You were just bladdered having a sing-along and all that But uh, Mullen, yeah, look, as I say A little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit ropey there, like Nah, yeah, it, it was me who come off worse away, though. It was a game of two halves. He made his way home to Liverpool somehow, and uh, I was walked home by the authorities and my missus, just an absolute broken man. Looked like David A in the <laughs> second Bellevue fight. <laughs> I was garbage. When you say the authorities, are we talking the... Uh, you, you, got walked, you got escorted home by the police? Police, paramedics, you name it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was goosed. Couldn't walk. Wow, Steve, paramedics. Savage, lad, yeah. What's what? going on there, like? All precautionary. Oh, well, who knows? Who knows? The less Do you know, is it just a complete blackout? Is there any recollection? Has, has stuff come back to you in the days since? Or what are you talking? For much more, 
fantasy footwork's adored by many or more Don't bore me with your little sidestep technique Get to the beat, loosen up, it's the street In its own little way my body was trying to say That you'd better stop drinking brandy I've just now been a broken man since, I was struggling, struggling. Put it this way, it was still with me Monday. Monday I was walking around, walking around London Monday night late, just trying to put my world back together with uh, the Streets' new album on. Felt very Mike Skinner in his, <laughs> in his A-day. Um, at one point I forgot I was... I was going to say, have you found that therapeutic, like, or is that not the, uh, not the best thing to listen to when you're trying to get over it, uh, hang over, is it? Probably could have done with some of your relaxation tapes, if I'm honest, lad. Might have been a bit more, might, might have been a bit more fit. I, I forgot I was doing veggie at one point, lad. Wandered into a, a McDonald's, nearly ordered a Big Mac. Just absolutely lost my mind, like knock for six, really. But it was no wonder you don't drink. Exactly. It's all not with you, innit? It always has been. You can't just go for a few sociable ales. Now I like to go all in, don't I? was trying to say that you better start drinking brandy. You have to, yeah, exactly. It's my birthday Saturday. I'm not, I'm not sure whether I should get back on the horse or never drink again. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I'll probably go with the latter, to be honest with you. <laughs> yourself. I went out Sunday and I got the last train home at half nine. I was pissed, as you see, from the videos. I like to think more merry than, yeah, completely paralytic as you were. Like, but, yeah, yeah. I know when to get off, you say always I've been able to, so it's not too bad for me, but it's tough, someone like, wear it all or nothing, yeah, you've got to start questioning it, like I'll probably just stick to your uh, once a year as you have been. Yeah, if you, if you don't bevy much, it's hard to be controlled when you do bevy, isn't it? You know, if you're not used to it, if you've had, like, that's what's that, that's probably about my fifth drink this year, fourth drink maybe, this year. Okay. Fourth out, so I'm a bit like Amy Khan, lad, I go out with, with a cracking game plan and as soon as I get a little jab on the chin and a wobble, it, it all goes out the window. I'm, I'm in the belly of it, like, and I, it was very much yeah. the uh, the Breeders Prescott fight on Thursday. <laughs> fucking laid out. You go out like having a car with a good game plan, and then as soon as you start trying to fucking block punches with your head, it's game over, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, lad. What else has been going on in your world, Popey? Did you? I'm just curious, by the way. Did you pop into the Nags Head at any point for a pina colada en route from uh, Nelson Mandela House? <laughs> Uh, easy Rodney was it easy easy trigger <laughs> easy trigger fucking pulled the trigger there no I did I did go to London Fields the next day and I was I was a holy show shaking I'd met in about 31 yeah. hours I'm just sat on the floor just tucking into this fucking sun dried tomato sarni some vegan effort just just not what you need really the next day to to put no, your world right see, next day it's all about starches you know yeah. just, just love and stodge and carbs and calories, not 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 vegan bussies, mate. That's not gonna sort you out, is it? But I look up, I'm sat on the floor, scrambling, I look up. Got the shakes like rattling, sweating cobs and uh just a mess of a man. Yeah, and just by chance I'm 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 actually facing the, the kids' playground on London Fields, chocker, just look like an absolute pedo, like just sweating cobs watching <laughs> these kids. 
as I'm eating this pussy. It was uh, uh, it was tough, lad. It's been a tough week. Just questioning your life decisions <laughs> up until we've done, yeah. Absolutely, it's been a very draining, draining week, draining week. So was a little, so was Mullen all right? Did he get a second win? I was, I was second win. I was a little bit worried by those uh, videos you were popping up. Looked like he'd been uh, laced with rehypnol, to be honest with you. But he, he found his, found his legs in the end, did he? Um, I just think out of muscle memory, he got himself home. He was meant to be staying down here, and his brothers and. Like an old stray dog, he's he's found his way home. He's somehow got to Houston, got a train home. Can't remember much of it, bit of a blackout. So, yeah, it's... Done well there, though, to be fair, like, done well. It's not easy, that, done is well. it? Not easy. Not any, no, it, it, it's hard enough getting your, own from, uh, your cell phone from town. It's from London to Liverpool and that state, he's, uh, yeah, that's an achievement in itself. And you know mine and your issues with packed trains as well. Imagine that on a hot summer's day, oh, two hours on the aisle. Not great, but when you when when you're full of ale and you and, and you're in that state, then you're not asked about anything really, are you? Do you know what I mean? It'd probably be worse sober, or it'd definitely be worse the day after you when you're mm. wrecking with a handover like that. When you fell, they rejoice. When you fell, they rejoice. Falling down is an accident. Staying down is a choice. So a little trip, slip, miss. Is it Betting wise, though, lad, you've uh, you've done all right, haven't you? Is this Popey's new new vision after last week? Is even money shots now? Are you on the uh, you coming to the dark side? Well, the pundit is B A C K back, baby. That's uh, I think we've got to drop Pope, and I think you've got to yeah, we've got to revert back to uh, to calling me the pundit. After all these months of when I'm patting myself on the back for having even money shots. Whoa, 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 whoa. So hang on a minute. So even money shots, that was just to get myself back on the horse, as it were. Um, totally different to the even money shots that you're putting up, because they're getting turned over. <laughs> uh, and then Royal Rendezvous yesterday, take that all day. What was it, 8-1? That's Each true. way, second, would have won probably past 50 yards after the line, but it is what it is. Yeah. One of the most competitive handicap chases of the season. Picked that one out, coming from support, went off 4-1 to one favourites. I've got one for the Galway uh, hurdle, which I'll, I'll put up as we tip of the week towards the end of the show. Like so, okay. uh, no, I'd like to think I'm in uh, found, found a bit of form. Um, I'm doing all right at, at Goodwood this 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 week, so uh, no, I'm back. I've, I've certainly got my confidence back. Anyway, I mean, the game didn't exactly pan out how you how you said it would, did, did it really? I mean, I know it's it's kind of ancient history now. There's been a, a game since, hasn't a Liverpool game, but. I don't, I don't think you give it a play-by-play breakdown, did I? I just had a fancy Liverpool to win convincingly, which we did. Convincingly, Fabinho, man they, of the match. Fancy, delayed, didn't you? Clean, she- clean sheet, Fabinho, man of the match, wasn't it? I, I heard. Uh, well, no, you, you, you obviously didn't there, right? Unless you can dig out the sand. Uh, my, I just put it up as one best, tip of the week, Liverpool to win. I didn't say Bach, Fabinho, man of no, the match. No, you didn't, in fairness. In, no, in fairness. my eyes, he probably was. Um, oh, you're kidding I just really you're kidding Liverpool and, and, and I think your exact words in, in retaliation to that was, no, I'd, I'd, I'd fancy the lay. You'd lay Liverpool. So, and I think you also said one of us will come come out of this looking looking quite the fool. And uh, yeah, as it transpires, that's you, my friend. Uh, and for the third time, it certainly won't be the last time on this pod. I think if you want to dig the sound out, you'll find I... I hope for a high-scoring Liverpool win. Uh, and I said it'd be very open with the way... Uh, 
the way Fabinho protects against that sort of Chelsea. Okay, elsewhere. so that's the reason he scored three goals because of Fabinho. I'd say so. Yeah, oh, your exact, your exact, no, your exact response to me to be listened back as I said, I fancy Liverpool to win, and you said I'd fancy Liverpool for the lay. The very first thing you'd said. Remind me again of the score. Liverpool won five three. He did. For me, so, so he did. And I didn't tip Liverpool. I didn't. I said I'd, I'd, I'd lean more towards the lay. I think I was saying. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. So yeah. So, I did so, see. I did so, see. So, un- unfortunately, that night, me mate Fabinho had his house robbed. Did you see that news article? I did. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what am I a suspect? You reckon or? <laughs> Uh, what can you say? It's been going on for a while now, and it doesn't really paint the uh, the city in it or put the city in a positive light. Um, can 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 sort of try and overshadow what we've achieved. Mm. If the press just jump straight on it, really, don't they? And not great, but at the same time, it's it's not completely surprising. It's something that's been going on for a, for a good few years now, like but. Uh, yeah. It's not good, is it? Yeah, yeah there's been a few, hasn't it? Dan Agger, I think, Skirtle, I think, yeah, obviously. Oh, there's been loads, mate, if you go back to the time, yeah. It's, and do you know what, in all fairness to the burglars, like, it's 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 not a bad ploy, is it, really? It's a piece you of press, I mean? isn't it? Yeah, you know they're out, it's you know they're playing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Duncan Ferguson was the classic, wasn't it? Oh, brilliant. Battered the two of them, didn't he? Just webbed them, didn't he, by all accounts. Give them the uh, Stefan Freund treatment. Hands around the neck. <laughs> You wouldn't mess with Big Dunk Pollard, would you? <laughs> would you shake? We'll get on to that a little bit later. We've had a load of suggestions for the uh, the worst Everton side of all time. Um, so... Well, I'm sure, I'm sure you've been in and they said, like I said, it's, pre- it's probably a, a six-month project, yeah, to cipher through all the shite that they've had. Well, I've got to... I've got to weather... Uh, <laughs> can't help yourself, can you, probably? <laughs> but, oh, talking of Big Dunk, and I know obviously Roy Keane's got a fearsome reputation and... He, Players of all Graeme Souness and you got Chopper Harris and a few others from years gone by and all that, but don't know whether there was ever a harder ah, footballer than Duncan Ferguson, you know? No, 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 I wouldn't have said so. Like, he loved it, didn't he? Absolutely loved it. Oh, loved it, loved the dust up. But that's just the epitome, really, yeah. Just, just, not, not, not good enough, just, just dusting up one, one burglar, but, but two of them. Yeah, just completely filled them in, didn't he? It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic, isn't it? Meeting for the busy to arrive. See you later. Hello, hello. My name's Terry, and I'm a law abider. There's nothing I like more than getting fired up on beer. And when the weekend's here, I exercise my right to get paralytic and fight. Good bloke, fairly, but I get well leery when geezers look at me funny. Bounce them round like bunnies. I'm likely to cause me. Super. What you want, isn't it? What you want from your from your talisman, isn't it? Someone you can get his head on. You got so, so, so I'm going to segue from Duncan Ferguson talking about one of the hardest footballers of all time to, to one of the I wouldn't like to say weakest footballers of all time, but um, sort of something which stood out from from the last week for me in the headlines and, and watching his uh, his interview was uh, Adam Alana's interview. Is uh, oh yeah, yeah, I seen it. Lad. Interview through all the tears. Yeah, my God. Aldo esque, over in tears, really, wasn't it? Which was a little bit unnecessary. Oh. And what you what you made of that, like? In one single moment, your whole life can turn round. I stand there for a minute, staring straight into the ground, looking to the left slightly, then looking back down. World feels like it's caved in. Proper sorry frown. Please let me show you where we could only just be for us. I can change and I can grow or we could adjust. The wicked thing about us is we always have trust. We can even have an open relationship if you must. 
it just it didn't really go anywhere did it lad like there was no like emotional climax to the story he was just a bit upset that we didn't beat Seville in the car the next morning it was pretty disappointing I seen that uh, was it last night he'd signed for Birmingham do you think maybe no it's Brighton come on oh is it Brighton is it Brighton oh. it is Brighton brilliant so very informative oh. excellent given our listeners exactly what you want to hear I mean no Nobody comes. Like, Jesus nobody comes here to get informed, Popey Doody. No, to be fair, yeah, good shows. I think after each show, we must have about six or seven corrections from the listeners. Oh, well, that was a damn was yeah, it Brighton? Yeah, minimum of other thoughts. I thought it was Birmingham, to be honest with you, lad. I, I did. I, I Brighton. Thought, no, it's Brighton. Yeah. I thought it was punishment. I thought. I thought the top flight managers had seen the interview and gone, "We can't touch him. He's not got the. Uh, he's not got the Stugats to." To get involved in the possibly, in, in the yeah, as I say, it was, a bit, it was a bit of a mad one, like wasn't it? And uh, obviously, uh, it, most of his tears seem to be for Henderson, like mm. but once Jordan Henderson, and now football writers player of the year, very well deserved. But what are your thoughts there? They must have shared the bad Jordan and a weight trip at, at some time, or another one of thoughts. It's got to be something more than a playing relationship. Was was my take from the uh, from his interview? Looked like a romance, didn't it? Looked like a, a Darren Fletcher and Cristiano Ronaldo set up. Maybe remember that rumor that was uh, doing the rounds. Maybe mm. there was maybe there was a love affair there, and Henderson shunned I him away. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, I tell you what, there was a bit of a love affair. Did I ever tell you that story? Start of the year, I think it was. I was in an Uber with um, Crystal Palace fan, fantastic Nigerian guy. Full of life, full of personality. I think we beat Wolves the night before, and uh, he was waxing lyrical, waxing lyrical about uh, about Liverpool. I have never seen Liverpool a team like this. These boys are fire. He just kept saying fire. <laughs> so he's going up. I've got it on my phone somewhere. I don't know how legal that is. I don't know if I can wedge in some of his sound, lad. But he's going on about the squad. Oh yes, yes, he is a great boy. Yes, great boy, great boy. <laughs> Going through them all anyway, and he's going, what about the boy on the bench? And I'm like, oh, he is the best, the best player you have on the bench, does not play. So I'm like... Are you th- what are you thinking to yourself at this point? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm being a bit presu- uh, presumptuous, probably. I'm thinking, you know, African lad. I'm like, yeah, Keita, yeah. Nabi Keita, is it, mate? Or is it Divock? No, not Divock. Good guy, but no, no, not him. So I'm going through the I'm going through our squad, lad. Get get through them all, even like to Shakiri and that. And next thing I go, is it a Adam Lalana? Yes, that is the boy. He is class. Adam Lalana is fire. <laughs> fire. We have to start using that one, lad. So, lad, I'm trying not to cry. Like, I'm sat there with him go, yeah, yeah, good, lad. He remind me, who the player he remind me of from United? Bebatov. You <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get you, yeah, it's just a mad comparison. Mad comparison. Lad, I'm just like, what is, where is this Crystal? That's a bit of an unhealthy obsession, that like, isn't it? Yeah, Crystal Palace fan, honestly, lad. I was talking to him about Hodgson. I thought he'd be like a bit on the fence with Hodgson. I think they were. This was before they went on the run. 
Um, so the start of the year, I think they were mid-table, floating above the bottom, and I was. He's like, not a fan favourite, Hodgson, is he? He certainly wasn't at Liverpool. He's done a good enough job at Palace, like. But no, he was with this fella though. He was with this fella. Dinosaur, like, and he, so you can't imagine him to be that popular with the Palace fans, even though he's, he's as good a job as he's done. Like, no, someone a bit young, full of ideas, a bit more dynamic. No, this fella, this fella was was massively in his corner, like, like massively. Yeah, what do you think of Roy Hodgson then, mate? Roy is the best. <laughs> but he's not though, is he? <laughs> Where's fire? And he was saying he was just praying. Oh my god, I pray. I was telling him Lalana was out of contract end of the year. Oh my god, I pray that Roy can bring him here, Lalana. That I would be pray. the best. Oh, that's a bit heavy, isn't it? I know, lad. I know. So it'll you be... know what, lad? Usually, uh, whenever I get in a taxi early hours when you've had a few bevies and that, the last thing you would need is conversation from your taxi driver. I do everything to avoid it. Get my phone out, just going through photos on my phone, all yeah. that mess. Just anything to avoid eye contact and avoid conversation. Shall <laughs> I be on the wheel? Oh, I think I'll be. I think I'll be up for it. You know, you'd have to engage. Up. You'd have to engage. I mean, a Crystal Palace. Tracking down. I suppose it's a bit of big, big ass. Like, yeah. It? Do you know what? I took a screenshot. I rated them. Obviously, give them a good sip. And I, I took a screenshot on my phone. So I've got it somewhere. It's it's around about that Wolves game. When was that? Was that February? End of January, maybe when we beat Wolves <laughs> on their patch on yeah, a Thursday possibly, night. Yeah, so yeah. I can track them down. He was lad. He was the best. Forget about Rodson all Alana. He is the best taxi driver I've had. Apart from Uncle Douglas, of course. Let's say. Uh, oh, have... of course, you're Al. Yeah, that's that, that's one taxi driver I'll make an exception to the rule with. And obviously, have a bit of a gap. But um, yeah, no, he sounds. Uh, yeah, sounds, sounds most entertaining. I'll try and dig the sound out, lad. Even his, uh, even his opinions. Like... I'll try and dig the sound out. He was top draws. It's a little bit funny. This feeling inside. Not one of those who can easily hide I don't have much money But boy if I did I'd buy a big house Speaking of other London clubs, lad, I've seen Elton's boys drop a courageous fight <sighs> against Arsenal here You're a bit devo to Reggie Oh, massively so, yeah, do you know what I mean? I, I, I see him more of a, much more than just a, an artist that I uh, that I admire from afar. Um, so, yeah, just purely for our, for our boy Elton John, I was feeling his pain, I'm not going to lie. Mm. One thing I had to ask on that was, so it was 3-2, and Odini missed that header, did you see it? I didn't, the, no, no. Like, literally, it was going into like injury time, there was a free kick from the right, Dini had a free head and literally just put it over. So I know the goal difference was tight, but if they would have got the draw there, if Dini would have scored, would they have stayed up or would they have still gone down on goal difference? I think they were down anyway. I think they needed to win Watford. I think, lad, I wasn't sure of the permutations. I wasn't too invested in it, really. Tight, I, wasn't it? It was tight, like... It was. That Villa game got sweaty. I caught the end of that. I was watching that, the Villa and West Ham game. That was that was interesting. Great, lad. It's, it's good that there was something cooking last last game of the season. There hasn't been much, has there, the last few weeks with us wrapping it up, so... It was exactly. Good. It was good to get a bit of excitement. Did I, anyone manage to track Elton down, like for for his thoughts post game or in the aftermath since? Like, has he has uh, he come out and let his feelings known, or what 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 are his thoughts? If anyone should know, it should be me, really. I, but... I, that's what I was coming to you for, Popey. I thought you might have had the inside scoop on it uh, on Reggie's Reggie's mentality on the back of that. Like, I'll have to track it down. I'll have to yeah. I'll have to do a bit of research there. Like, but, um, I'm sure he's yeah, been. No, I'm sure he's been. <laughs> I'm sure he's been chucking buckets and pounding that outdoor piano again, I'd imagine. 
in frustration. Yeah, have lost to the, to the Premier League more, more so than Troy Deeney or any of them Watford players. Elton's big personality in the stands. Um, so excuse me for getting, but these things I do. You see, I've forgotten if they're green or blue. Anyway, the thing is, what I really mean Yours are the sweetest eyes I've ever seen Massive, massive loss this in the Premier League, league unless you hope he bounce back next season. Someone who won't be bouncing off, lad, is uh, Swansea. Had a bit of my own heartbreak so, there last night, so um, I don't know. <sighs> They got beat, didn't they? Ah, oh, lads. You know what? But I'll put it to win it. Don't lie. It is. Uh, well, if you'd have put it, it uh, as I say, we tipped up for anyone who, who didn't see the post or has heard us talk about it. Tipped up Swansea for promotion. What was it? Just after lockdown, wasn't it? About the second game after lockdown. Uh, yeah, three, so you've done 3 to 1 playoffs. So that was a winning best in itself. 3 to 1 but playoffs. Then the 20-1 for the uh, for the promotion which uh, Brentford beat them last night didn't he? They did yeah they come out the blocks firing Brentford he scored early after about 10 minutes then bagged again um, it got sweaty late on our man Brewster bagged Liverpool lad who um, he's knocking on the door to be involved in, in the squad next year the Liverpool squad I think looked quite quiet yesterday but always always looked dangerous but it would have just been nice to um to get that playoff final. I could have done a bit of laying off as well then. I could have probably backed Cardiff or Fulham against them and guaranteed yeah. a bit of profit. But when you look at it, lad, that's why we back anti-post though, isn't it? How many weeks yeah. have I had there of, of Swansea entertainment? Exactly. You know, yeah. um, and, and I can't recommend them enough. Having a long-term bet rather than going rather than going game to game. Like um, Another big one on Saturday, Pope, footy-wise. I know a lot of footy talk here, but... You the uh, the FA Cup traditionalist? Will you be watching the the big London final? Will you will you have your bunt out and singing the national anthem <laughs> and all that? Carry on. We're having a street party, yeah, an FA Cup street party, actually, yeah. <laughs> it's a massive event, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Going back to uh, going back to Brewster a second, though, lad. Yeah, you've got to include him in the squad next season, like mm. you've got mm. over a week. Because he's got a goal in him. I don't. I haven't watched too much of him, but obviously going back to the was it the under seventeens or under nineteens World Cup that England won. Yeah. Him and Phil Wooden were obviously the, the the main sort of architects within the team. He was leading scorer in like an under seventeens World Cup where there was a lot of good Brazilian players. And yeah, he was like, tough. He was tough for the season. Since he's gone to Swansea, he's got a goal in him, so it doesn't yeah. bother me that he's that he's quiet through games and all right, it might not fit into to Klopp's style. But as an option off the bench, given how wasteful our throw three have been this season, which we've obviously touched on in recent weeks, you've got to include them, lad. It's bit of a bit of a foul, bit of a bit of the foulers about them. Do you know what I'd I mean? I'd argue, I'd argue, he's the most natural finisher at the club, including Mo Salah. I know that sounds absolutely fucking ridiculous, and and that's gonna get no. I'd go with that. I'd go with that. I'd certainly say Mo Salah's not a natural finisher. You're not saying he's a better player, like. But yeah, it's. I don't think you've got much composition to be honest with you in terms of natural finisher. As I say, I haven't watched too much about him. I know, obviously, about top scorer in the world, under-17, under-19s, World Cup, whatever it was. And then he's, he's done a good job at Swansea. I, I don't see you've got anything to lose other than just to include him in the squad, a little option off the bench if you need a goal in tight games. The, the, we'll have to see. I mean, it's been so productive and going on loan, hasn't it? So maybe <laughs> maybe he goes on loan in the Premier League next year. I, that's what I was hoping he might come up with, Swansea, obviously. Get the dough in, get the bet in, but you know, see him in the Premier League next year as well, and how he gets on in a club. He's obviously 
slotted into nicely. So he might want to do that. He might want to get him out and see what he's like in the prem and and go from there. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him seeing him in the rotation. I, I, I think so. Well, let, 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 let's not lie. You fucking the only reason he wants to see them in the prem is purely because of your financial interest, and, and rightly so. It's usually the way with me. Yeah, in the back in the prem. So if you'd asked about Swansea, let's be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Well, my mate, as I say, Jakey Bidwell's there, isn't he? Good lad, and he uh, he'll be he'll be gutted today. I'd imagine he'll he'll be devilled. He was the one who was bullish about them. He said we're going to make a run for this playoff state. You know, we're looking good. So and... he's to blame, is he, for the for the bad info? <laughs> Well, as you say, win and bet, why? <laughs> Profit-wise, I can't. You know, I do like to shift the blame, lad, but I can't. I can't on this one. Oh, go ahead, lad. Now, let me but just go. on the FA Cup, Steve, you're going to yeah. be watching it yourself with you being down in London. Is it a big, as a big event down yeah. there Nelson Mandela House as it is in uh, 84 Rendell Road? As I say, it's probably the highlight of the season for me, regardless of whether <laughs> Liverpool are involved or not. <laughs> I'm so amazed. What what what's what's triggered this FA Cup love for you? Just the uh, the magic of the cup and whatnot. Just the history, really. Yeah, obviously the old sort of finals at Wembley. Quite nostalgic about. Obviously, you've got like in the eighties Liverpool finals, and then in more recent times, Cardiff being our second home, the Gerrard final, which probably the greatest individual performance of all time, which I've, I've mentioned before on the podcast. Yeah. Just a lot of memories, really. And yeah, always being a little bit of a traditionalist. Like the cup, like the trophy, like what it's about, like the cut of its jib. Mm-hmm. Just everything, really. I know, obviously, uh, in recent years, since football's become more, more of a business <clears throat> than a sport. Obviously, prime Premier League and Champions League is taking precedence, and I understand why. But yeah, the traditionalist in me still likes the FA Cup. Well, I'm not a big fan of, of, of either Arsenal or Chelsea. I'll certainly be, uh, be, be keeping a close eye on uh, on proceedings. Should be a good game. Both playing relatively well, aren't they? David Luiz, as we said the other week, has turned to Aldair or Bobby Moore, as we were calling him at Wembley. So I'm interested mm. to see how he copes with <coughs> with the final. I might be I, I might be interested in opposing him. I'll have to have a little look at the markets. Maybe a, a booking or a, or a red card maybe for Luiz. You can see his... Can see it all unraveling for him, lad, this weekend, really. Uh, I can't. Probably, yeah. Well, he, he, he conceded too. Don't forget it, Watford at home, man. Can't, so it's already starting start to unravel. But it's, it's good to see Fat Fra- Frank as well has finally, finally grown a pair. It's took him long enough. Got a bit of an edge to him, which I, which I like to see. And obviously, it hasn't sat too well with a lot of Liverpool fans, but I don't necessarily mind a bit of that on nah, the touchline. You want a bit of that? agree with the fallout from it. Like he's saying, we broke the code. Yeah, when, yeah. Much of that. Plus, he's calling us arrogance, which which is a bit oh, hypocritical. All of his success as a player was was under the most arrogant man of all time, Jose yeah. Mourinho. So, a little bit of a contradictory statements, and I, I don't think he's put himself in a positive light with with what's what's come after the game and, and and the fallout there. But in terms of during the game, I don't mind to see a bit of passion. No, there. no, like you want see- a bit of that. Yeah, and I think... Well, as a Chelsea fan, I'll be pleased. I think there'll be plenty of that on the touchline on Saturday. As I say, roasting that day. It's a good it's a good London day. That It's my birthday as well, as I was saying before, lad. So, me and Lid might watch that. We might get that on and maybe get a bit of bunting up in the garden after yourself, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to celebrate your birthday. What more can you ask for? Yeah, an old-chair London final whilst you're down in London. Brilliant. Possibly. I might have a dabble. Lid actually wants to watch. He's really excited about... Eddie. Oh, can you hear that? There's Rendell there, just on time as we're about to talk about boxing. Can you hear him, lad? Oh, here we go, yeah. The old bin man, yeah. Can you hear the bin man there, Rendell? Oh, Monroe? Fucking outrageous, that. 
Um, yeah, she's really, she's really wants to see some boxing. Hasn't watched any for a while, like most of us haven't. So I think we're going to tuck into uh, Eddie's garden party. I don't know about Popey's garden party, but Eddie's, uh, Eddie's got it up and running. Fight camp, hasn't he, this weekend? Will you, be, will you be checking that out, lad? What do you want as a fan? Do you want fighters to be in real fights? I keep seeing, like, Lemons, who post things like, oh, Cheeseman got beat, and Fowler got beat, and Richardson got beat. Yeah, because they're in proper fights. What do you want? Do you want them in proper fights, or do you want them in easy fights? Or where do you get another fighter beat? Make your fucking mind up. What do you want? Silly toss pot. Probably not. How was your, on the, on the subject of boxing, how was your 6 to 4, 12 leg accumulator last weekend? No, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't backing, lad. That was just a demonstration of like how far out the odds, the odds are. I did, we'll get onto the UFC in a touch. I did have a couple of touches on the UFC after time, and as, as always, but. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll get back specialist to stuff, yeah. I don't know. I didn't really check them. I know. I know Joe Joyce got the job done at a uh, once a five hundred. I think he went off at Boyle Sports. Uh, as you uh, Eddie's Garden Party. Eh, it'll be interesting purely from the perspective of the venue more so than anything. I'd be more intrigued than where the actual events being held. Obviously, you any boxing event being in a stadium or of some sort. So, so that's that's going to be interesting to see what the setup is like, but. No, as a as a sort of a, as a boxing fan, it card doesn't really doesn't really intrigue me to say the least. To be honest with you, stay. What are your thoughts yourself on? That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, I, I'd lo- I'd love to see some obscure items popping up in in Eddie's back garden. Like I think um, I think maybe we should we should get the listeners involved on this one and play a bit of Eddie's backyard bingo. Maybe lad, just make a list of stuff. <laughs> what are you expecting to see, or what are you hoping to see? In Eddie's Essex Garden, I think you're going to see, like, he's got a swimming pool, I'd presume, do you reckon? Swimming pool down there? Got to have, yeah, of course. Maybe, like, one of, one of them pink ring flamingo lilos. I can see him in one of them, squeezing through one of them in his Bermuda shorts. <laughs> I don't know, lad, there could be all sorts. And he's got, and he's got one of them sit-on-lawnmowers, I'd imagine. Hasn't cut a blade of grass in his life, just... Like to sit out there just because he can, yeah. Just because he's pretentious and he can and he can afford on, really. Yeah, I, I reckon he, uh, I reckon he has a few swingers parties, you know, Eddie. Yeah. So I wouldn't, rem- wouldn't surprise you to do stuff a little bit more promiscuous. Maybe, I'd say know. so. Yeah, I'll, I'll strippers police drag from one of his old fellas East London clubs. Probably. Oh, as standard, yeah. I'd like, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. <laughs> He's he's definitely a bit of a playboy, Al Eddie, and he, do you know what I mean? Oh, there'll be a so there'll be a man cave. Like... There'll be a little tiki bar, I'd imagine, in the back. I wouldn't be surprised if there's an uh, if there's a few of the old match room heads in the back, maybe pulling up a the few. Boys, yeah, we're having a few scoops in his bar. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll have a he'll have a major man cave. Can you imagine? Like, that's where they'll have the stripper pole, actually. Yeah, I'm interested. I am interested. Like, like, like you're saying, I think I think how it looks, I think the aesthetics of it. Is probably more, more entertaining than the than the actual card. I have seen someone on a uh, the Boxing Asylum, the podcast I listen to, saying that uh, what's what's the headline? It's Egerton against Cheeseman, isn't it? I think tops the bill. I think Egerton's all right. I know we've touched on Cheeseman's gambling uh, addiction, ah, of course, before, like, and you're probably rooting for him because of that more so than anything. No, no, it's not a bad domestic dust up, but it's not great, is it? It's compared to the action we've had in the UFC, like it fucking pales in comparison. One of the what, one of the listeners on that podcast said, "Egg plus cheese equals two heads scrambled." <laughs> 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 and I think it is going to be one of them fights, isn't it? It's not for the purest, is it, Dempe? No, it's. Which can... the undercard thing? 
Uh, I, don't, I don't know, lad. Do, do, do you know what the, the boxing asylum lads were saying? It's pretty competitive, really. Um, there's a good area title fight. I think there's a heavyweight fight that should be a decent dust up. But I just, I have to go back. Shite, isn't it? Let's but, be honest. Yeah, Shite, it's, not box office it's, stuff. Just where are they, lad? Where's Billy? J- where's his match room? Where's the names? Like for the next four weeks, the the only name I stopped short of calling them a. a, a Household name is is Dillian White, and it's on the fourth show. Katie Taylor, sorry, is is fighting, and she's she's terrific. But where's where's Callum Smith? Where's Josh Warrington, who's gone back over oh, there? Oh, lad, now? he's stable, lad. He's he's stacked, isn't he? So where are they? Where are they, lad? lad? He's gone. None of them. Mad, isn't it? It is mad. Yeah. Unless they've all been getting stuck in during lockdown, and none of, none of them are in shape. Like who knows? I don't know. Mm, possibly, but he's got a lot. He's got a lot of good in-house fighters there, where he could he could make fights happen. I'm I'm sure he could get some of the Americans over and quarantine and do camp for a couple of weeks. You know, the likes of Danny Jacobs of the world. And where are these lads? The UFC have come back out and they've put yeah. all the top lads back out. Ferguson, yeah. Gaethje, fucking all of them. Yeah, Darren Till last week will. Yes. We'll get on to him in a bit, lad. Did you did you catch that by the way, Pope? Did you get up and watch that or the gorilla? No, I, I, do you know what, lad? I never get up and watch it. I, I, I'm just I'm just not that way inclined to be honest with you. Although I have been struggling with me, uh, we kept the last. Well, last night was all right, but mm. two nights before, lad, yeah, terrible. Back on the cannabis oil, aren't I? Oh, are you? Yeah. How's that? How's that treating you? Well, do you know what? It wasn't last night. I had a great sleep last night. Probably overslept. Mm. Um, I was last night, uh, but I needed it the, the few nights before. I was only having about four or five hours. So I resorted to like two o'clock in the morning. Early hours Wednesday. Just got the cannabis oil back out. Yeah, the few drops. Like. Pass the hydrator, please. Yeah, I'm floating on thin air. Going to Amsterdam in the new year. Top gear there. Because I take pride in my hobby. Homemade bongs using my engineering degree. Yeah, I might have to have a dabble myself, lad, you know. So it was due to go out of date this month, so whether that just loses its potency or there's something more sinister, who mm. knows, but... You might end up going blind, possibly, on the Yeah, well, I was, I was half tempted to use them as eye drops, as my uh, colleague once did, <laughs> or went to at least. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not really... I, w- I wouldn't really get up, unless it was like a ridiculous lad fight, you know what I mean? Like a Mayweather Pacquiao or something, or I'd probably stay up. Yeah. But no, I... Uh, obviously, you've got the luxury nowadays where you can record it and watch it the next morning. So that's what I've done. Recorded the uh, Whitaker Till fight and watched it the next morning. Uh, disappointed, obviously. I'm, I'm a big Darren Till fan, as you know. I give it the results. It was quite close, but there was no doubt in my eyes Whitaker did deserve to win. But obviously, what, what sort of came to light after the fight was that Darren Lee blew his knee. I think in the second round, no, did from he? St- Didn't know that. Yeah, it's 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 it sort of comes out, and it wasn't till it was a reporter who raised it to him, and he's got to have knee surgery. And there's actually, if you watch the footage back, or there's there's, there's a picture at least where he sort of stomped on his leg, yeah. and his knee popped, and it was his lead leg, so okay. he couldn't really get much traction from that. And he played it down. He said it didn't, it didn't alter the sort of the game plan or the outcome. It just meant he couldn't spring as much and mm. get much. Is, uh, is, is digs really but yeah disappointing obviously um, I know you're not as big a Till fan as I am you think he, he talks a good game yeah I just think he flatters to deceive a bit Pope. He, 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 he talks a big game and I feel like when he comes up against real class he, he falls a little bit short I, I did text you I was, I was back and Whitaker obviously didn't go on the page because it, it wouldn't have won if it did would it really so 
Yeah. Well, again, it's what was it odds on now? So it's. it's ah, yeah, yeah, wasn't wasn't worth the Arsenal, and it wasn't points, a, it? it wasn't a big fancy. Yeah, I just. I just but you don't think he's dangerous, though, lad? Like, look at look at the first round with his elbow, lad. I don't know how Whitaker took that. It could have just been there over in the first round. It's a great shot. And, he, okay. and then his his elbow in the back last round as well, which just opened up a big gash on his back head. He's a great striker, lad. You can't take that away from him. But I know what you're saying, Woodley, Masvidal, Whitaker. I suppose he might just fall short at the very very top, or at least his career up to now would suggest. And I don't it's know. Much, I don't know if it's talent. I like to think he can. Popey. He can be a world champion. He's still only young, so I, I still retain faith in him. Like. I don't know if it's talent either. I don't, I don't know if it's talent. I feel like it might be more mentality. I feel like the occasion gets on him a bit and he gets a little bit uptight, maybe. I don't know. I'm no expert on the UFC. I'm not going to claim to be, but I have seen most of Till's fights over the over the last few years and he does just seem to get a bit tight, I think, when it comes to a, when it comes to a big one. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be... What are you, so, are you giving him any credit for, for, for Saturday? The fact that it was still close. It realistically, yes. three rounds to two against Whitaker, who apparently since his last fight, he's a new man and he's obviously he's a former world champion. You're talking a top, 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 top opponent, especially mm. within the weight division, probably number two. And it wasn't battered or outclassed them. No, it was no, it was nip and tuck, wasn't it? He didn't blow, who knows, it could have, could have went the other way, but I don't, I don't think he lost much in defeat, to be honest with you, and that was his sort of his attitude afterwards as well. What was his young fight game, he's only 27, like so, but a lot of good years ahead of him, I think. Well, he gained, by the sound of things, with, with that with that um, response in the press conference, uh, you know, playing down an injury and whatnot, he's only, his stock will only rise in that game, I think, on the back of that. <clears throat> Would you think he'll fall short of being a world champion, as, we, I, as we see on record, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I, I, I wouldn't back him to be a world champion. Put it that way. But as you say, he's young, twenty-seven. There's a long, long way to go. It's just what them falling short historical ones do to you, isn't it? Mentality-wise, you start developing a bit of a inferior complex that you, you know, you you are mm. quite on the level. Even if your knee has gone, it's in your head that you fell yeah. short again, and it's. He's fell short yeah. a few times now, hasn't he? I think he's had a couple of nice decisions on home soil as well. So, I don't know. We'll have to see. Probably will be interesting to see him uh, come back. I don't want to sound like a professional scouser, but would you not like like him to become world champion? Do you not think yeah. it's a good thing for no, definitely. Like, yeah, I had listener Matty Staples. I think was in the the same gym as him at one point, or so they had the same uh, the same trainer. So I've been aware of Till for for a while through Matty. Like even before. What's Matty have to say about him? Like he fancied them. He fancied them. He fought. He he fought his uh, his kicking game. He fought. He had the stronger legs, and that that'd be the that'd be the factor. I think he was a bit disappointed, Matt. Really. As you say, that was yeah. the difference in the end, really. The kicking game of Whitaker was brilliant. Mm, mm, he was good. One, he just taken out leg out. Obviously, his injury explains that. That was the reason why, really. We'll see. Be interesting to see him come back. Speaking of comebacks and getting up early hours or staying up, will you be getting up for the Mike Tyson Roy Jones fight, Popey? I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You my broke back is broken. What a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. Not if it was on me back garden, mate. No, not even if it was under the bunting in in broad green. No. <laughs> if it was in the rocket car park, yeah. <laughs> Make an exception for that lad. Little uh, little car park dust up yet in the rocket. It's probably yeah. gonna. It's probably gonna look like a fight in the rocket car park, innit? And it's fifty dollars if you're in America. That's the uh, that's the going price. 
Wow, is that pay-per-view? Pay-per-view, lad. Can you believe it? Wow. What is it, lad, with, with, with boxing more so than any other sports? When there's there's an emphasis on fitness, you could argue more so than any other sport. You've got to be a fit lad to box. But what is it with boxing more so than any other sport, lads? That these are fellas come back form and done it loads of times around mm. the holy field. Now mm. it's tight. What is it like? Why, why do they keep carting them out at the ages of fifty plus? Well, Roy Jones, Roy Jones never went away. Roy Jones never went away. I listened to a journalist who spent a lot of time with him. Oh man, I can't think of his name at the moment. He's done a couple of good long form articles and interviews on on boxers, and he spent some time up there on his ranch. And basically, Roy Jones' fingers is the God gave me this ability to box. I'm gonna do it till till I can't do it no more. You know what I mean? That that's why Roy Jones is still fighting. It's not. It's not really for the money for the de- or desperation. I was gonna say, is it not just as cynical? Is, is, is doing it for another payday for the two of them because we all know Tyson's touched on the hard financial times recently he's been in a lot of debt mm. so all that that's obviously what this guy close to Jones is saying I think certainly for Mike Tyson it's, it's for, 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 for the payday more so than anything yeah no no Roy's Roy's thing has been I carry on because God's give me this God's give me this gift and, and it'd, it'd be wrong if, if I didn't if he didn't do it, and he still enjoys it. Tyson, I think, has got himself in a bit of a better place, hasn't he, mentally, and um, he's popular again. I think he's probably probably still got a couple of credit card bills and consolidation loan debts going out <laughs> monthly, hasn't he? I think he spends... I think he once said he spent he spends 30 grand on top-class weed a month as well. <laughs> so, you know... A month? A month, yeah, 30 grand Oh, wow, month. okay. Yeah. So you've, no, he's uh, a better Nick. He's a fellow vegan like yourself, so... Um... What are your thoughts on Because in college, you were the biggest Roy Jones fan, arguably, out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. And rightly so. He was the ultimate sort of showman and showboat. And he was, he, was, he was very much underrated in the UK. And I don't know whether that was because we didn't see as many of the fights stateside at the time. Who no. knows? He was just before that era where he was getting televised. I don't know why that was, but he wasn't as infamous. He was for the boxing purists, but he wasn't as big a name as, as someone like a, a Mike Tyson or, or obviously in recent years a Mayweather or Pacquiao. But let's be honest, or Hopkins or something like that. But let's be honest, he was arguably more talented than all of them. And I know you're a massive Roy Jones fan. So you've seen him there at his height in his 90s, being as good as he was. So fast forward 25 years now, and he's being rolled out at the age of 50 odds to fight Mike Tyson in, in, in what is just complete, a, a complete non-event. It's not even a, a spectacle, let's be honest. It's devastating. So what are your thoughts as a once massive Roy Jones fan to, to, to obviously seeing this fight being made? It's it's a hard, lad, isn't it? It's, it's it's a bit devastating, really. I, I don't want to see it. I remember fucking Elenzo Macronelli knocking him out. It was just, oh, just heartbreaking, like. <sighs> Killer. Absolutely heartbreaking to see a, a, a man of that class. Even Calzaghi. I know Roy was a little bit sharper then, but for Calzaghi to get the fight when he did rather than in his in his peak was, was was an hard watch for me, lad. Yeah, and I won't be tuning into this, Popey, honestly. I, I'm going to get a little bit firmer with, with boxing and I'm... I'm not gonna treat it like uh, like the circus attraction sort of thing, and and you know the curiosity is not gonna get me in on this. I'm saying this now, like you know, speak to me on on fight weekend, but I don't. I, at the same time, it's your tools, innit? it? It's like telling a fucking carpenter who's got bad knees, who's got who's had knee surgeries, you know, that he shouldn't be going out and laying a bit of fucking lino. 
<laughs> but he needs the money, maybe, or he wants to get out there and keep himself active. You don't know this. But guy... is there enough of an intrigue for, for them to be charging fifty dollars for box office? So what are they expecting the box office figures to be like? It's I, mad, th- isn't it? I think there's always intrigue around Mike Tyson, Popey. There will always be intrigue. At the moment, he's got a whole new batch of of followers and, and interest with this podcast he does. Um, certainly gets more listeners than us. Fucking <laughs> hell, not hard, is he? <laughs> No, it's not. It's not. I think that Conservative MP up in Liverpool who got beat by Darth Vader gets gets more on, on his local one, doesn't he? <laughs> or even Buster Joey, lad. Probably he's got a podcast which does better than us. But yeah, it's... it's. I don't know. Do you want me to break it down as a fight? Who knows, lad? I mean, No, not at all. Let's not waste our time with it. We've, we both said it's a non-event. We won't be tuning in for it. Uh, no. and it's, let's be honest, it's not short... Embarrassing, really. For it's disappointing. It, it's billed as an eight round exhibition. I, I don't know what that means. It's like, you know, remember that Richard Pryor sketch where he's talking about Muhammad Ali and he's meant to be having a, an exhibition fight with him, like a spa. Ali, man, I got in the ring one time. Ali, man, is awesome. A nigga, I was in the benefit with him just for fun boxing and just to get in the ring with a nigga, your heart go, <laughs> No, because something make you say, you know, I'm in this motherfucking ring and shit. And does everybody know this is for fun? <laughs> You know, because a nigga be fucking with you, right? As soon as you get in the ring, I'll be talking about. I said, wait a minute, does this nigga know that's a benefit? He ain't supposed to hit my ass up in this motherfucker. And the nigga is so fast, you don't see his punches till they're coming back. That's all you see, right? In your mind be saying, wait a minute now. There was some shit in my face a minute ago. I know that. Does the champ know this is an exhibition? <laughs> but the it's as I say, it, it is embarrassing. Personally, that's that, that's my opinion for it. I won't be tuning in like eight to eleven. Tyson twenty-one to twenty. Roy Jones. They have actually priced it up. I had to take a little look at that just information purposes. But yeah, how, how can Mike Tyson be eight to eleven, mate? When he was on his lazies twenty years ago, getting beat by the likes of Danny Williams and what have you? It's disappointing, Popey. It's it's very disappointing. And don't get me wrong, boxing boxing have threw a few out this week, lad. Over over the pond, Javante Davis is going to fight Santa Cruz by all accounts. Oh, Davis is good. And Santa Cruz is good. That's a crack on fight pay per view again. Like and Charlo uh, Devachenko, you know the one who, who fought Golovkin last. I think that's on the same bill. So that's a really good bill. But at the same time, I don't know if you've seen the news drop last night that uh, Gaethje and Habib are going to fight October twenty fourth. Done and dusted. Welterweight. Oh really? Yeah. Boxed. You so you being controversial, you're going against Khabib, and we haven't even discussed this. This is the first time you mentioned it to me, uh, and obviously his dad's died, which is obviously going to have some no, sort of emotional impact. And I don't know what impact it's going to have on his training because obviously he was his training. That's so who knows, but I think Khabib is 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 the most dominant force within. Within combat, combat sports, no, or, yeah, or, yeah, I'll be going with him. Are you going against him, though? No, 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 definitely not. No, no, I'll be with him. Okay. I was really, really, really impressed with Justin's performance against Vegas, and it was it was punch perfect. It was very Canelo, but what I've seen of the uh, of the beast, I think I think he'll maul him. Yeah, I do. So here's one for you: Who's a more dominant force, Khabib or Lomachenko? I take Khabib because uh, Lomachenko's kind of going up the weights, isn't he, and testing himself. So he's, you know, he can have moments against the likes of Luke Campbell where 
he's just a little yeah. bit outsized and Linares where he's just in against a bigger fella so I'd say a B lad most ta- more talented I'd, I'd, I'd go with Lomachenko yeah more talented but I, I go with Khabib more, more dominant because I think MMA as well UFC in particular is the most competitive sport probably in the world and that's why it's got the uh, the fandom it has mm. that's why it's become more popular because it's so competitive like, I know so I know. I know you've got like, was it Anderson Silva, the Brazilian who was dominant in it for years. Yeah. Dominant. Yeah. And then to an extent, but world championship sports, and that's obviously part of the the intrigue really. Yeah, because because they don't really matter to use a Bob Bob Adams terms. They they don't marinate fights, do they? You know, do do you just oh. you get in there, you're you're the uh, you're the number one contender, you get the fight. I think I think Bob's still Bob's had Gambauer and uh, was it Lopez, I think he's been marinating that for about ten months, uh, about ten years. Bob Adam, that's been in the, been in his fucking. Is he not dead freezer. yet, Bob Adam? Nah, ninety what, ninety three, I think he is or something now, or eighty nine. He's getting on. Lad. Okay, so he's on his last. He's done. But yeah, so competitive, lad. And a shout out to the women as well. That was a great bout on Saturday. Did you just watch it, Taylor? Did you watch the undercard? That... No, brutal lad. The girl that won, fucking see the kip of her eye afterwards, lad. How good was the fight, though, lad? How technically good are they? Carla Esperanza and Marina Rodriguez, I think it was. Honestly, lad, since I've been watching it, the girls have been incredible. They're so technically on it, but they're so hard yeah. as well. And they were brilliant, see them at the end. Light-hearted chat, they're personable, having a laugh. But there's a, there's a lot of that again within the UFC. Till and Whitaker similar, which mm. is uh, mm. which is good. Really, you can just knock fuck out of each other for twenty five minutes and then be, be be mates at the end, like which is good to see. Really, it is good to see. Um, speaking of friendly, we talking about these Liverpool Everton yeah. Everton. Yeah, I was gonna say speaking of friendly fun. Yeah, I toyed with a few Steve, a few players. I uh, I couldn't uh, couldn't quite get my blend right. Oh yeah. Like the uh, the old days in the in the brothels in uh, Cincinnati with uh, Big Bloomberg. We uh, we had our pick, and we uh, we ended up picking them all. Oh yeah. Should we get on to this? It, it's a bit of a mixed bag, lads. Some have submitted full teams. Some have submitted a handful of players. <laughs> some have just like submitted one or two players that they've just got to get in. So is this Everton or is this Liverpool and Everton or what are we Liverpool and Everton, well, do you want to, let me have a little look here, lad, I made a note of them the other night. Uh, Well, start with the Blue Boys, I know you don't like Liverpool being, uh, Liverpool Football Club being talked about too much on Well, I'm going to let you, well, well, we're going to have to make, we're going to have to make some executive decisions here because, right, I think there's seven players who are definitely, who have had multi-votes and then the rest of them, it's, there's been so many suggestions, different suggestions that you can... Go on, who were the seven? Um, okay, so you've got Carl Tyler at the back, remember him, centre-back? He must have been that bad, I can't even remember no, him. No. There'll be a few here that you can't remember, you know, honestly, Carl Tyler. Uh, no. Per Coldrup, everyone went for him. He, I remember Per Coldrup, yeah, remember him well, yeah, shite. Cuco Martina, ring a bell, defender. No, not at all, no, no. Yeah. Oh, is, he, is he fairly recent? Yeah, not too long ago, I don't think. Portuguese lad? Yeah, might be. Terrible, long, tall okay. lad. So he was in, yeah. So then midfield, Nicholas Alexanderson. Everyone went for him. Winger who can't, who can't get past the Swedish man. lad, yeah. Who are they kidding? He'd make it in Everton's greatest ever team, in. Yeah, who? Alexanderson. Winger who can't beat, <laughs> winger who can't beat a man. Reminds me of a... 
another cop hero wine have a light there, Coit, but we'll we'll avoid that for now, lad. Let's let's Yeah, they were lucky to have Alex Anderson anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh here he goes. <laughs> Royston Drenfer was on a on a lot of lists. Everyone from Rory Egan, Jay Murray, Mikey Stevo, I think went no, 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 Macha went for him, Adam Machalevy. But lad, I think, yeah, I think with Royston Drenfer, I think why it is, is because the reputation he came with. Do you remember? Yeah, the yeah. next prodigy, like everyone was like, oh, yeah, he's. And then he obviously just flattered to the sea, really, didn't he? Well, he lived by me, Mars, didn't he? he? Lived in Hale. I yeah, remember yeah. we were going, I think we were going to Bucky's one Saturday morning, going to book some coupons on and that up in Speak. I think it was by 11 o'clock, people were falling out of his house by 10, half 10, 11, lived on the Thatchers there on the way out. And he was in the squad, three o'clock kickoff that afternoon <laughs> was he yeah brilliant so that 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 says a lot about him doesn't it um, go- yeah okay yeah so that's 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 why then who else got multi-votes Mark Hughes lad there was a lot of hate for Mark Hughes you know Sparky you oh, really know, yeah yeah Sparky multiple league winner I think he was did he win um, the Ballon d'Or or the, like the European Player of the Year or something Mark Hughes at one no, point no that's a bit of a stretch like come on not an Everton shit he, he definitely didn't by the sound of things yeah just saying just too old too shit too past it too uh, cumbersome at that, that point in yeah. his career yeah no good and then Brett Angel lad got multi-votes we said Brett Angel didn't we I think we did we did he was our lead off one and Preki as well not no mention no love for um, well, no love, no, no mention. No hate for Prachy, no, no. So, I don't know, lad, goalie-wise, there was just multiple picks. You know, the likes of Dowie, Jan Mutcher, goalie. Remember him? Don't don't know him. No, I don't remember Jan Mutcher, no. Might be an 80s one. Not up to Mutcher, no. <laughs> Not up to Mutcher at all. <laughs> Steve Simonson, Matty Staples went for in goal. Richard Wright, Mike Steve all wanted. Richard Wright, remember him, yeah. And Rory wanted Switch. one of Rory wanted Paul Gerrard. So take your pick there, Pogby. You're gonna get the executive decision over over okay, everything. Yeah. I've got the executive decision. Let's go with Neville Southall, eh, mate? You're not gonna get away um, with that. I'll go with Simonson was yeah, terrible. With- I'll go with Simonson, you know. I think Matty's got the yeah. shout there. Steve Simonson, definitely. Simonson was terrible, yeah. I remember Simonson well, yeah. So we're looking for another we're looking for another defender. Consult- Ma- Mark Hottinger, do you not remember him? I'm surprised a few of the lads haven't put him in the team. No suggestion. No, didn't make it. There's a few other suggestions here defence wise. Doey goes Earl Barrett. I thought that was quite surprising. Earl Barrett was alright, yeah. Didn't he play for England and that? I thought, I thought that was... Wing back back in the day, Earl Barrett, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do him the service of putting him in. No, like, okay. Jamie, Jamie Bates, Jamie Ray goes with... Remember Alcaraz, Antel and Alcaraz? The centre-back Paraguay. I remember the name, like, more so than the actual individual. Or John O'Kane, he's put forward as well. Remember him, the Man United lad? Shite. I don't remember him, lad, no. John O'Kane was bad. So how many defenders do we need? We need one defender. Uh, Ashley Williams, Rory went with yesterday's blues. Love it. Love it. Ashley Williams without a doubt. Lad, honestly, I was I thought Ashley Williams during his uh, his little hiatus in the Premier. I, I I thought he was the most overrated defender. Mm. He used to go on with so much when he was at Everton and who else was he at as well? Swansea. Yeah. Swansea, my mate, Swansea. Swansea, yeah. 
then I'd, I'd go with Ashley Williams. Great shout by uh, Rory. There, I think, to be fair, I think he had a great. I think he had a great Euros, and uh, and he got carried away. Okay, so we'll throw Ashley. Will- I'm Ashley. putting Ashley Williams in just because of how much he was overrated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For some reason. So, Shite. so now crap. Now we Positionally need, fucking naive, yeah. Ashley Williams. We need a couple. Of, we need a couple of midfielders then. Uh, Andy Van der Meide. Do you know what? There was no suggestion for Andy Van der Meide, which I'm I'm quite amazed about. Another one, another Dutch pisshead. You ever hear Peter Bibby's story? Not sure if he's a listener to the podcast. I'll try and get him on this one. He's a good blue, isn't he, Bibbs? He was down the baby cream one night, and same again night before the game. I think it was a three o'clock kick off the next day, Friday night. There's uh, yeah. there's Shandy, there's Andy van der Meide dancing on tables, <laughs> beards all round him, ice buckets out. I think Bibby had a few, was a little bit aggro and went over to him and went, what's going on here? Haven't you got, an, uh, got a game tomorrow? I'm, I'm near tomorrow at Goodison Lake. And uh, he went, yes, yes, I am, in, I am in the squad, yes. And this is vodka. Looked at his, looked at his glass. <laughs> Bibby, Bibby said he had nothing. Would have been impressed with that life. No, Bibby just nah, he had nothing, lad. He just laughed at it and and had to had to walk. Oh off, really? Like, yeah, so. had no comeback. Yeah, he's done in there, hasn't he? So not oh, not man. not for Andy Van der Meide. Though he throws forward Mark Pembridge, Scott Gemmel, Tony Grant. So uh, let's have a little Mark look. Mark Pembridge, yeah. Oh, but he had a decent career at Chef Wed, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was quite. I think he was quite classy, to be honest. I think he's been a bit. How many? So how many midfielders do we need? We need two midfielders. Are uh, you writing these down, by the way? Yeah, I've got. Them, yeah. What are the other suggestions? Mikey Stevo goes Stephen Hughes, Aidan McGeady, uh, Klaus Thompson, defensive midfielder. I think he was bad, you know, lad, Klaus Thompson. Yeah, we've got to put Andy Van in just for the cult status, just for that story. So put Andy Van der Maiden in. So are you going to. This is like. This is like, are you writing this down? Yeah, yeah. So you're you're gonna right, Andy Van der Meyden. We'll put no, we'll put Andy Van in just for the cult, cult status there. You're going to override these, you know. These good blues, these good Evertonians, a lot of them season tickets holders at one point. You want Andy van der Meijer in? Well, like you said, I'm the executive. The, uh, the, the executive decision falls with me ultimately. Do you know what I mean? It's my name up there in lights, really. And it's not of these Everton fans like so. Very yeah, I think it's there, really. Very that Trump. Very Haven't watched Everton from afar all my uh, all my life. Is in a better position than anyone really to to, to pick the uh, the worst XI. Okay, so so we're going Andy van der Meijer. I'll leave this last one. Go on. No, it's, it's the only one I've, I've overruled on, in all fairness. Like, so go on. Where's, where's, what, what are the other suggestions? The other suggestions you've got from Rory or Yesterday's Blues on Instagram. Follow that, Blue Boys, if you're an Everton fan. It's good, it's good that little write ups on, uh, on on old classic Everton players. He's gone Lee Wee Feng, was it? It was that um, Lee Ties, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him vaguely, yeah. Dan Gosling. Dan Gosling? Hmm. What do you think? Get that? massively overrated, like Gosling. Wow! But he's got. I thought he scored a few big goals for them, as he has done Bournemouth. So I'll leave this one with you. I think. <laughs> I, I think Mike Stevo's on it with Klaus Thompson. You know, I, I think that the, the. I think he was a Danish lad. Shite. He's that bad. We can't even remember him. Yeah, go on, go with him. Okay, Klaus Thompson's in, and then we need. I think that might be it, lad. You know, Brett Angel, Mark Hughes, or front. You okay. Mark Hughes? Yeah, it's a bit harsh. Got him. Was Mark Hughes in more than one one team? Yeah, he was, in, he was in five. Five suggestions. <laughs> it's got to be then. He's got to be captain. Sparky's in. So our team is, in goal, Steve Simonson. Do you know we're missing, lad, as well? I'll tell you what, we'll get him on the bench. But Steve Simonson, then at the back, we've got 
you can work the formation out however you want because I don't think we've got a full-back between them. Ashley Williams, Per Caldrup, Kuko Martina and Carl Tyler at the back. <laughs> Who probably is a Tyler nowadays, isn't he? <laughs> Not wrong with that. Good honest occupation. I think fucking yeah, of course. Roy Jones could probably do it uh, doing a course in... <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, Klaus Thompson, defensive midfielder, Andy Van der Meijer in the hole, in the fucking kettle, probably. <laughs> uh, out wide, Nicholas Alexanderson and Royston Drenter on the other side. Yeah, and then Brett Angel and Mark Hughes up top. I'll be coming back at me when I'm shouting at you about the crowd and about the next game. Because I'll run this fucking football club until I'm told otherwise by the fucking. Circus upstairs. And if you come back at me, you'll be off the field and you'll be following Terry down the road. You come and see me and worry you've got a fortnight's notice because that performance is the straw that puts the camel's back and that will be not, not be tolerated in this dressing room while I'm in charge with Chris Turner. That is the fucking straw that broke the camel's back. That is typical. Six, you're too intense, you're fucking this, you're that, no one can talk to you. I never fucking followed too good going to have a fucking game like that. The reason I was intense because I wanted to play well again. And I'm wasting my breath on somebody. I'm wasting my breath on somebody. And uh, you've got to have Precky on the bench. So you're getting Precky on the bench. I mean, lad, there's some you could pick from on the bench. Jesus, let me just run a few through a few of these. Was it gay? Not, not the one who went to Paris. McGay, gay, was it? Guy. Uh, these are a couple of Dowies. Dennis Strachwell. Hang on a minute. Dowie's backtracked. I remember Dowie, after his first season at Everton, sent me like a montage off YouTube of like his highlights, gay, like wax and lyrical. Yeah, not, the, a few not the midfielder. Basically, the montage included a few of his throw-ins. <laughs> That's how underwhelming it was. It was the most underwhelming montage. There was a few six-yard passes, a couple of throw-ins, and I think two tackles in there. Are you talking? Are we talking about the same? Are we talking about the same guy here? We're not talking about the lad who went to Paris last year to crack and play. Who Adam Forshaw said he was the best lad he's come across, the hardest game he's ever had, hardest ninety minutes. I know. I think it was the other one because it's going back a good few years. This video, right. lad, honestly. Yeah, it must be. It must be. One eighty there, don't we? Wow, and he, Dennis Strachwellacy as well. Up front. Do you know what? Let's get all these on the bench. Let's get these. Yeah, Strachwellacy. I remember him. Yeah, he's got to go. Austin get on the bench. He was crap. Hotter got on the bench. Mitch Ward. Matty wanted Mitch Ward to have the captain's band. He couldn't Sounds stand like it. Sounds like a boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Boxers and beanbags, maybe. I don't think he had much of a brain up there, old Mitchie. <laughs> we'll get him on the bench for Matty. Lad, the one who didn't make the team, who I thought would have got more votes, Alex Nyako. Remember, remember the Everton fan trying to take his shirt off at Ivory? Fucking right, yeah. Mike Steve, Mike, Mike went for Alex Nyako. He's got to make the bench. Got to. What? It was like a, he fronted him, didn't he? And it looked like there was going to be a little dust up there for a minute. I don't know what Mike Steve was going for, by the way. His lineup, it looks like it's a nine-a-side team. And he's gone all Ozzy Ardiles at White Hart Lane. He's got about seven strikers. He's got Mark Hughes, Aidan McGeady, John Spencer, <laughs> Bakayoko. Alex Nyako just hates Everton strikers, basically. My season ticket fan as well. <laughs> Understandably so. Yeah, so that's virtually our but he dance Hall as well. I think he's got to go in. Lee, Lee Wei Feng. Um, and what about Joe? 
Do you remember Joe? Yeah, again, he come with a massive reputation. I think he done all half decent, to be fair. Like, I'd, I'd probably leave him out. Would you go with Kone on the bench then, or was it Apo? I can't even say his name, but I remember him. Was it a- Apostolos Velios? Remember oh, Velios? Hell, mate, yeah. That Turkish lad they've had recently is not up to much good, is he? He's had a bad fatch as well, hasn't he? It's not, not a great advert for the Turkish air transplants, him, is he? You could argue Rodwell, lad. I know he had an half decent Evan career, but he's done fuck all since mm. as well. You could, like I said, you could be here for fucking days going on about it, to be honest. Well, we've got our 11, that's all that matters. It might be contentious, but I, I think that's quite a quite a decent 11 we put together there. In terms of ours, lad. Um... I was going to say, so we, we, no, we put ours up last week. Yeah. So have we make any changes? We've got to, yeah. There's been a few suggestions, multiple suggestions. Moscow Army's match goer, Mostay. He's a big, big listener of the show. He's been on with a few actually to me. Yeah. So I'll get started on it. it. And he actually sent me a lineup from 2014. And what was it? Let's see. I got it as well. Was it Roy Hodgson's starting line? Yeah, Roy Hodgson's yeah, first starting 11. And you've got our mate straight back there, Al Yovanovic, who Yovanovic. we mentioned. You've got Lucas, who was in the team last week. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where one of them. I think we're going to have to take. Our mate Lucas out, Popey. Has there been a backlash? Tommy Nello has actually said he's going to give us a, an official complaint to Ofcom if Lucas stays in the team. He, <laughs> this is this is this is our, this is where we double down. I, I'm keeping him in, but if, if him you in. want to override, well then, well then you're going to have to lose the spy. The spy is going to have to do his spying from the bench because from uh, Alehouse Futsal and Kieran Skinner, they both gone for Poulsen. In centre mid, we left Poulsen out, lad. He was absolutely terrible. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, Danish lad, Christine yeah. Poulsen. Left back, I think our mate Paul Konchesky is going to have to come in, lad, for Stigging a We're going to have to lose the Stig. No, don't don't let Jimmy Lee. Hear you say that we've just lost the listener than Jimmy Lee. If you have Konchesky in there, I think Paul Konchesky. I've never seen Jimmy Lee as excited about a Liverpool signing ever wow. as the day we signed Paul Konchesky. It's very worrying that he's the man who I'd go for for legal counsel if that's where his judgments are with Paul Konchesky. <laughs> Jimmy the lawyer going for Paul Konchesky, yeah. Fucking hell. Loved him, loved him. Never seen him as animated, as excited, as, as jubilant even when, when we signed Konchesky. Loved him, thought it was a great signing. And then obviously, with him being as stubborn as he is, like couldn't really accept the fact he was as bad as he was during his career. So we... Uh, yeah, ended up doubling down about twenty times over Konchesky, like so. Wouldn't be surprised. And, wouldn't be surprised to see Paul Konchesky in Eddie Haynes' Tiki Garden bar down there in Essex. I could see him knocking about on Saturday night. Haven't put on about six stone after his footy career. Yeah, he might be the pool boy these days. Who knows? Well, yeah, you don't see him knocking about in any studios doing any punditry, do you? So probably, or he might be on the tiles with there that can't sign Goalie wise, I think we've got to have a rethink as well. Vesterveld's got to come out. I think how can you how can you go past Carrius, Poe? Oh, obviously, yeah. What happened to us last week? It was very much on the spot type of thing last week. So I thought there would be a few changes. Yeah. But I thought on the whole we done all right. But we Karius, done all right. Yeah. Young Young Kromkamp got a shout. Kiriagos, the Greek from Speak at centre back. No, he's all right. Greek from Speak, all right. He's not, certainly not one of our worst ever. Am I asking putting Jay Spearing up there? Because I'm just looking at Master's team that he sent me here. Hodgson's first like starting lineup terrible to where player. we are like ten years later. Yeah, mad. Yeah, a bit of a service. He'd be in the squad definitely. Real. What hate. about David? David and Gog or and Gog? And, yeah, yeah. I I think he'd have to be in the squad, possibly up top. Voronin got more votes though. You know, more people wanted Voronin in. 
So I don't know. Do we? So mean... come on. So who are we changing? I don't know whether you've got last week's lineup to hand that we come up with. I think yeah, just... yeah. I, I, we've got to put Koncheski in for Bjornaby. Have we? Yeah. Bjornaby's got to go. Uh, does that, why, has, has he had more than one vote? Has he? Yeah, he he's had a couple of votes. Yeah, yeah. Right, so so let's go. Carius in goal. I'm more of, I'm, I'm, we're more of a democracy when it comes to the Liverpool team rather than a dictatorship. So yeah, I'll let the people speak. I know, you, so, uh, you took over Goodison like Cast, <laughs> Castro there, haven't you? Dragging me along as you say. Could, could be like the uh, the Bay of Pigs next time you're up to North End, lad. I'm <laughs> Yeah. So, well, let's go through it. Let's fly so through it. we've got to have Carius in goal. Carius in yeah. goal. Koncheski left back. I think we stick with our centre-backs. I think we stick with Torben Picnic, Bjorn Tornkovama. Maybe all shouts. Yeah, great shouts. Right, right back. Right back, I think Jan Kronkamp's got to come in for Yusemi. There's been a couple of suggestions there from the lads for uh, Jan Kronkamp. Yeah, that's shite, man. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Poulsen's in. It's a toss-up, though. It's a toss-up. They're both shite, aren't they? But if you want to go Kronk, come on. Poulsen's in for John-Michel Ferry. So it's Poulsen and Lucas Lever, our captain. <laughs> yes, is right, Tommy Nello. On the wings. Who did we have on the wings? Jovanovic. Uh, we... I thought you had it written down. What's up with you? Yeah, no, I'm off the top of my head. Jovanovic on the wing. Uh... straight back, yeah. He's got to stay in there. I think Tony Nunes. Kieran Skinner makes a good point about Tony Nunes, lad. I think Tony Nunes has got to be our winger. He came as part of the Michael Owen deal. Your doppelganger, Tony Nunes. Yeah, my old ringer from back in the day. But we lost the golden boots for Tony Nunes. No, so what was the some cash generous amount of cash plus Tony Nunes? No, no, no. He, it was he was he contracted ran out. He was just a token gesture. Oh wow, yeah, fucking hell, yeah, it's a good point. Such a downgrade, yeah. And for that reason, you've got to, got to yeah. have him in there, really, haven't you? And then up top, we had Sean Dundee and Eric Meyer, but I think Voronin's gonna have to come in. Peggy and his ponytail. No, we can't, mate. I've got it over real on that one. Got to. We haven't done the other winger, by the way. Who was the other winger? Uh, no, it is. Yeah, Tony Nunes and um, what did we say? Was it Yovanovic? Oh, Yovanovic. Sorry, Yovanovic and Tony Nunes. Yeah. Sorry, got that. There's a few suggestions there. Mark Gonzalez and Joe Cole. Fucking hell. You can't have Joe Cole in there, lads. Fucking hell. Alehouse Futsal went in on Joe Cole. Absolutely shit. <laughs> Personal vendetta. Oh, couldn't stand him. So we'll we'll put him on the bench. We'll have him go on the bench. Barini. Really. So what's the final decision on the strikers, lad? Well, if you're overruling, Voronin will have to come off the bench and we'll have... Uh, well, how about we had Sean Dundee and Eric Meyer is a potent, potent strike force, isn't it? What did I say to you about good players? They want to be good players all the time. Don't you know how profound that is if you're not examining the fucking words? Because you've had two good performances and you think, I'm fucking Bertie Big Bollocks tonight. I'll fucking play how I like. But you won't play your like. Because if you play your like, I'll fucking stick the youth to you. So if I'm going to take abuse from a bunch of cockroaches behind you, I'll take abuse by doing it my way. And that is fucking conformity, not fucking non-conformity. So you, you little cunt, when I tell you to do something, and you, you fucking big cunt, when I tell you to do something, do it. And if you come back at me, we'll have a fucking right sort out of here. All right? And you can pair up if you like, and you can fucking pick someone else to help you, and you can bring your fucking dinner. Because by the time I'm finished with you, you'll fucking need it. Do you fucking hear what I'm saying or not? You see me in the morning. 
I thought I, I would have thought that would have been pretty definitive. Like, not not many arguments to be had about that. I think maybe people have just been looking for extra suggestions for us. I think it's tough to beat that. And Go is up there. And Go is is right up there. Like, but they look like they had the fucking boots on the wrong feet, didn't he? Dundee and Mayer, like Eric Mayer. So. Oh yeah, Dundee looked like he was playing in wellies half the time. Oh, fucking crocodile, Dundee. Shite, <laughs> funny. Oh, he was awful, lad. Yeah, yeah, like running and streak. I'll tell you, he's got to be on the bench, lad. Ricky Lambert. Ricky Lambert's there. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't he Michael Owen's replacement as well? No, he's long after Michael Owen, lad. Oh, Suarez's replacement, sorry, lad, not Michael Owen. Was he Suarez? Suarez is with Carnabine. Wow, yeah, he might have been, lad. Or Torres, he might have been Torres. He replaced the great player. No, he was playing with Suarez. I just always remember that there's that infamous clip of him chasing a ball down at the cop end and he just falls over himself, lad, and he's literally just just absolute fucking pie-ass, like. As uh, our old college footy teacher would say, or footy coach, he can say what he was what he was like as a kid, Stay. He got on that pitch, he was a bloody cart horse. He was horrible. <laughs> he was absolutely horrible. He was yeah. horrible. Pete Lindbergh. Just like. on the Lambers. Just on Ricky Lambert. I remember when the signing was announced. I was uh, going to a stag do in Berlin. For Dowie, actually, who listens to the show. And, All right, uh, lads, Fellow listeners, Chris McGee, uh, a.k.a. the big sexy giraffe. Yeah, big sexy. He's the, yeah, he announced it in the airport and uh, talking about uh, Jimmy Lee's love affair with Paul Koncheski, like, uh, yeah, he was almost aroused, uh, Chris McGee, when he was announcing uh, Lambert. It was as if, if we'd signed Messi at the time, like. Messi, yeah, indeed. Still his thoughts now, whatever, six, seven years removed, like, but I remember at the time thinking he was a bit getting a bit, uh, bit overexcited for uh, for Ricky Lambert, like. The Messi sign and then the eventual stag do, I'd imagine, wasn't it? He wasn't. Wasn't the best, was he? Big Ricky. Horrible stag do, yeah. So, uh, but I'd, I'd still go lean towards the stag do over Ricky Lambert in that instance, to be honest with you. Horrible stag do. Last time I stay in a, uh, what is it? Fucking hell, it's a YMCA called a hostel. 22 a room. Oh. Averaging two hours kip a night. Oh. And then the flight back on the last day must have been about half nine, 10 o'clock at night. Longest day of my life, still to this day. Horrible. Oh. Didn't have much to give. It was like 35 degrees in Berlin and I was wearing about six layers. I had a big, big uh, bubble coat on and about five layers beneath that. I was just shivering. No good, hallucinating throughout points in the day, just purely through sleep. Heavy. Deprivation more so than anything. So, uh, yeah, first and last time I uh, stay in a hostel anyway. Geezers need excitement. If their lives don't provide them, they stay inside violence. Common sense. Simple common sense. Geezers need excitement. If their lives don't provide them, they stay inside violence. Common sense, simple common sense. Out the club about free to the takeaway. The shit in a train merchant. Oh, it's heavy, isn't it? It's heavy. It's uh, heavy flashbacks. I don't know how we used to do it when we were we were kids. We were talking about the streets before, weren't we? And that being the soundtrack to our lives. That's what it's felt like a bit this week. This week's felt like a bit like a flashback to that. I've been damaged. From this, from this week's act- activity last week's bevy. How did you put yourself in them positions, lad, when you were a younger man? It's tough, isn't it? You just get on with it, don't you? I, I, I remember just, yeah, just having mad nights out on a Wednesday, lad, and creams, cream, which was then medication. Uh, even though I wasn't a student, like we somehow used to manage to make it make our way in. Like, and you just go and have a mad one and literally have no kip. And then Bounce back we drive the, uh, the 62 on the way to Birchwood, Beth Fred. The next day, and just kick on, do a full shift, sat at my desk, 
and then go out that following night as well. Absolute mad times. Like, I'm doing it now. No. It's 35. Absolutely. I haven't got. I haven't got it. I haven't got the uh, the mentality or the or the physical capacity for it these days. As uh, as last week will will show you. Yeah, walking home like fucking Mr. Baines by uh, before midnight. <laughs> Terrible. Speaking of Bethred, should we get on to the Soho Juice Co tip of the week, Popey? Have you been having a tipple? Have you Soho's? Yeah, me missus had a mixer uh, last weekend. Uh, weekend just with the uh, with the gin. First time we, we've used it as a mixer, and uh, yeah, very pleased. She uh, well, she must have been pleased because she had three more after it. Oh, so, lovely, uh, lovely. We're running running low on stock, so uh, yeah, appreciate another crate uh, anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to fire one out. Um, I'll get that Nelson Mandela house address together, and uh, hopefully they can throw a crate down to down to London for us and. Yeah, I might I might have a little sensible gin with Lydia in Eddie's garden party, I think, over the weekend, virtually, yeah. I might, well, uh, I think if anyone can keep you re- reined, then it'll be your missus. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as long as you're well-behaved. I think uh, so. Yeah, well, that's the way to do it, isn't it? The way Lou's done it, there. A few little sensible uh, so-o gins, that's, that's, that's the way to go, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And she's not one to really drink in the house as well, you see. So, uh, yeah, no, she was impressed. So, uh, yeah, I'll have to give, give it a go myself sometime soon. Well, just speaking about Fred there, I am going to straight up nick a Cousin Nicky bet. It's a long-term NFL one, lad. I don't think I've I've discussed this with you. I booked it, uh, backed it last week. It's a Falcons player. As you know, I'm on the Falcons, and I think they, they're going to have a, a good season. And it's a, it's a rookie lineman they've brought in from Auburn, uh, impact player. He, they've drafted him three young, good defensive college drafts. Yeah. He's versatile. He, he had his he had his best season as a senior in college last year. Forty eight tackles, twelve and a half tackles for loss, and seven and a half sacks he racked up last year. But I think where and he's read he read an interview with him and he he thinks he's going to be a bit of a fan favorite. He's got a bit of a voice on him. So you're thinking the likes of you know TJ Watts of the world. He he likes to hype. Bit of a character like. Yeah, likes to hype up the fans. Apparently, these were his comments about what he loves most about football last year when he was interviewed in college. He said, I love most about the game that I can literally go out there and hit a man consistently and pound him and the police will not come, Davidson said. <laughs> that is the most enjoyable moment about the ball, to just go out there and really abuse somebody and they won't, <laughs> and they won't say nothing about it in the press or anything. I ain't on no headlines, in no handcuffs, no mug shots, no nothing. I'm out here just physically abusing my man. <laughs> so I've... Don't get the, you don't get these characters in uh, in, in British sports. That, that's why I love the American sports. There's so many of these characters out there. It's really. amazing, isn't it? You know, for a young lad to be to be on his first NFL season to be coming out with them them sorts of comments is just absolutely outrageous. So it's he's a confident kid, isn't he? Yeah, it's the NFL rookie. Defensive Rookie of the Year market. It's Marlon yeah. Davidson, plays for the Falcons, and he's 150 to 1. So it's you're not going to get a much bigger price. Uh, that was with 88. Can you do that each way? It sounds like no, a mad question. No, Maybe he like, gets on the short list, or is there such way as each way terms, or is it no, win up? It, 
it's on the nose. It's honestly, even if you're not into the NFL or you're a, you're a casual fan, it's worth a it's worth a fiver or a tenner, isn't it? And you can just watch them all season. Then, like we're saying about the anti post in the long term, hundred and fifty to one. Get behind them. Looks like a character. Marlon Davidson, defensive NFL rookie of the year. It, it, it was true, you know. What I mean, I just like to go out there and physically assault a man, like in between the game, in between the rules. But you know, just. <laughs> Going out there just showing aggression, showing the fire, you know what I mean? See, have you got those prices in front here for that particular market or not? Bear with us, I'll get them up now. Hang on one sec, won't take two seconds. I'll be interested to know my beloved 49ers. They got uh, Javon Kinlaw, didn't he, as their defensive, one of their defensive linemen. I think they got it early in the first round and he had a huge reputation coming out of college. So just keen to... Compare the two because I'm okay. He'd be as short as ten to one, wouldn't he? Twelve to one, maybe. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I should have probably should have probably had this. Really, the uh, the market. Who were the market leaders? Defensive rookie of the year. Here we go. Isaiah Simmons. Oh no, sorry, like Chase Young. Is the favourite. How oh, short sure, As short as twos in some places. Which wow. Is just two that's more. Mad. Two more. Fuck off. Who was your one, Popey? Well, Javon Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw. 25s, 25 to 1, Javon Kinlaw. So, I'd see, I'd, I'd see there's a bit of value in that as well, you know. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe maybe edge your bets if, if, if they're your team, you know. Listen, it's a big field. There's a lot of defensive rookies playing this year. It just sounds like Marlon Davidson might have a little bit of the Aaron Donalds about him. Sounds like he can move off the line. Sounds like he can make things happen. Sounds like he's a big presence. He's as short as 28 to 1 with Skybet, Marlon Davidson. Oh, okay. So there's a bit of a disparity between the two prices. So 150 to one with 888 <laughs> Sport. Yeah, yeah. 25. I just think I haven't looked at this. Day. Sorry to interrupt. I haven't looked at this, but I think Kinlaw, given how ferocious the 49ers defensive line is, it's the most ferocious defensive line, the defensive unit, in fact, yeah. in the whole of American football. It's widely uh, acknowledged as being that as well. And, and, and you get a lot of press, lad. And there's, I don't, I don't know. I just think. You think he might just slot in? To, Line and the figures they put up, I think he's. I think twenty five to one for him seems overpriced as well. But certainly one hundred and fifty to one, lad. If you're going to get a season's worth of value out of it, as you do with the anti post, then mm. you're worth a couple of quid. A uh, couple of quid. The only thing that stops you is an injury, isn't it? Remember Dalvin Cook? I think we had offensive rookie of the year and he snapped his ligaments either in pre-season or the first game, I think it was. He, came he back was defensive, wasn't he? The offensive back rookie to the, to the Vikings. Yeah, and he came back the next year and had a stonking season. He's been great since, hasn't he? So, Boss, brilliant. It's injury. Injury can scupper you better. But for 150 to 1, for a fiver. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely value. Yeah. But I've noticed as well, I was calling you the shit house last week for picking an anti-post. And now the following week you're picking an anti-post as well. Yeah. And Confidence? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I've not been great. I had a little go at Goodwood on Tuesday, Multis, nothing. Absolutely rubbish. Couldn't get a touch. Um, played a little bit in running on the Swansea game yesterday. Went with over 4.5 goals after the early goal. And there was four. And there was four, of course there was, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah not great at the moment. So, let's just let's just stuff the anti-post market and... Uh, People can and let's hope them. everyone forgets about your yeah, selections. Yeah, absolutely. If you if if they win, you can flag them up. If they lose, everyone's forgot about them. So yeah, it's absolute <laughs> shit house tactics. But it, it's what shit I've got to go for. It's what I've okay, go mate. For. I've actually got. I've actually got. Uh, I'm looking into a hydrogen energy company, so I might have a stock pick next week, Popey. So I might have so a little. Who's, 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 is this, who's flagged this one up to you? Bit of inside info? Just, what, a, just, just a couple of articles I'm reading. This Norwegian hydrogen company is sniffing around uh, Hull uh, as, a, as a real plot to be 
to be a renewable renewable energy um, city and beacon and one of the leaders in Europe. And the, the stock hasn't really changed since I've read some of the articles that have been posted over the last few weeks. So uh, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you next week, Pope Yal. We need something, don't we? Because fucking uh, Willie Mills continuing to nosedive, mm. regardless or in spite of the baseball being back, basketballs tonight. Yeah. I, I don't understand why it was performing as well as it was during lockdown up to 158. And now yeah. all the sports back. I appreciate there's going to be a second peak as there is in certain parts of the world, probably a third and fourth peak as well, which affects this. But I don't know, mate. It just seems as though what it, you know, it seems much of an emphasis on the coronavirus, which is having a massive impact. So it's down to like £1.3 now, which is mad, yeah. considering all the sport which is back. You might want to spread your bets, quite literally, on a bit of a bit of Norwegian hydrogen. I'll get, I'll get back to you next week, Popey. We'll see what we've... Bit of Norwegian, would I? Okay, good stuff. Absolutely. Tip of the week, Popey. Go on, hit me. I never liked you. It's his lucky day. That's a given. He'll tick the box on the slip and then just watch and learn. He's not addicted. He can stop any time. But this is gonna pay me bills and this wanna be fine. This time I know I'm gonna smash the bet. I foresee it smacks in the back of the net. I'll keep it more concise as you. Not difficult, is it? <laughs> That's rich. Uh, That's rich. Sorry? That's rich. We usually get fucking pedigrees and veterinary bills and everything and report. <laughs> Go on. I think it was I was up with Ollie Main on uh, Sunday. And uh, said, how are you putting up tips of the week and horses, lad? I've never known you to win. <laughs> which was a which was a great uh, a great lift to me uh, to me confidence. Good to be listening. Like I said to Ollie, I know me horses. But yeah. yeah, obviously gambling is a, a lot of looks involved. So maybe you, you can know, maybe you can give breeding tips or something. Maybe that that's more your your forte. Going breeding forward. segments, yeah, exactly. Stay off the stay off the bed. Um, so this one on the back of my successful eight to one tip in the Galway plate yesterday that I hope a few of our listeners got on. Mm, okay, yes, successful. We advised it as an each way and it comes second. Didn't win, but only went down three quarters of a length. Never closer than at the line. Pretty unlucky. Uh, but still a, still a decent bet and a winning bet and a profitable bet nonetheless. Uh, I'm sticking with Galway. Um, so as we record now on Thursday morning, I don't know whether you'll have a chance to get the episode out in time, so it might be another one for the page, Steve. Yeah, I doubt it. Okay, we've got the uh, Galway handicap hurdle. Uh, okay. 6.45 on Thursday. Um, and I'm going to go with... Um, uh, and Willie Mullins outside, they're not one of his more fancied ones at the head of the market, although it is still only 12 to 1, so not much of an outsider at that. Uh, he's got a horse, uh, one of many horses he's got going by the name of Shanning. Okay. On soft ground. Um, the fact he was favourite last year, the fact he hasn't ran him since, but he's had some good reports coming out of uh, coming out of uh, Willie Mullins' stable about he's apparently training well. Uh, I think there's a lot of positives to take. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Shanning, 6.45, Galway, Thursday. So, the Galway hurdle uh, at 12 to 1. Uh, I'd definitely do it as an each way play, uh, as opposed to on the nose, as our mate Moss did with, uh, with, his, uh, with the Galway plate selection yesterday. So, he wasn't best pleased when it came in second, but that's more so down to him being a uh, bit of an amateur at the game, more so than any. Okay, let's let's have a little look at that, Popey. And, uh... As I say, enjoy your uh, your FA Cup party this weekend. I'm sure you will. Very much. So, uh, yeah, just the uh, the pre-game ritual be a little bit of Elton on in the background. Tea and biscuits, maybe a bit of lemon drizzle cake, and uh, yeah, just just watch the uh, the festivities with the rest of the streets. Little solo on the side. 
little solo chaser. Why not? Yeah, if you if you if you want something a bit bit more refreshing than a cup of tea, then uh, yeah, why not? Fantastic, sounds great. Well, enjoy it, lad. Do everything responsibly this weekend, and the listeners. I'll certainly be drinking yeah. responsibly if at all. So, uh, yeah. Happy birthday! I probably won't be in touch on the day because I'll forget. So, uh, yeah, little uh, happy birthday for Saturday, my friend. Happy days, mate, and I will uh, catch you around the same time next week. All right, Poppy, you take it easy. Okay, see you soon. See, see you, bud. Ta-ra, mate. Ta-ra, ta-ra. He'll tick the box on the slip and then just watch and learn He's not addicted, he can stop any time But this is gonna pay me feels it, this wanna be fine Well shit, I'm mad glad I didn't back that match Supposed to be an unpopular match Liverpool now Oh god, Liverpool are crazy, aren't they? fire I don't know which team gonna stop them No team gonna stop them They can only stop themselves One of my favourites player in Liverpool but they don't play him you know um, that guy's called with United Origi? no Origi I love Origi oh no 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 he's um... Lalana. oh yes you like Lalana? he's my man yeah that is my man what you like about him is you know lot of skills yeah and the pace yeah, a lot of bees. Yeah, lot of Lalana's your man. Oh my lord, that is the player. If a manager, I'll buy him. Well, I think he's out of contract, you know, in the summer. He's the man. Maybe Roy has a look at him. I'm telling you, if you brought him, he's gonna be a man. Mm-hmm. Because I used to love Berbatov. I think. Oh yeah, classy. Exactly the same class as a Berbatov. I see, yeah, nice feet, classy, oh, good touches. Sweet. Mm. Maybe Roy, you tell Roy. Sell Roy. I'll tell Roy to buy him. Oh, say, say, Roy, come, come on. To Crystal Palace. Oh, all the game are going to be there, man. I'm <laughs> telling you.